Hey folks, thanks for joining me for this episode of Embellish Podcast, a podcast focused on product stories, product storytellers, interesting brand ambassadors, and any other tangent that I happen to come up with. Whether you're a bourbon fan, a geek, a casual observer, or someone just floating through this channel, you're sure to waste a few minutes listening to what I have to say, and I hope you find it interesting. If you got here by chance, please take a moment to hit the subscribe button. I can be found on any podcasting platform that exists, and if you can't find me on a platform, send me an email at embellishpod at gmail.com, and I'll get that taken care of. I also generally live stream the recording of these episodes. Most of the time, it's on YouTube on Wednesday nights around 9.30. You can find all of my links on Instagram at embellishpod or Twitter with the exact same handle. I have a website. It is www.embellishpod.com. That is also a place to pick up links, episode details, and one-off tasting notes. Today is December the 27th, 2021, uh, final podcast of the year. And tonight we're going to talk about blinding your friends, which is appropriate considering we just celebrated Christmas. And it's likely you've uttered the line, you'll shoot your eye out at some point in time in the in this holiday. So joining me is Cole and Robbie from the Chill Filter Podcast. <laughs> hey. uh, these guys are, um, if you don't know them, you haven't been around here for very long. Um, they are the premier whiskey talk show for second and <laughs> there you go in Western Kentucky. <laughs> so great. Cole and Robbie, thank you guys for joining me today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, give you an opportunity yeah, if y'all want to, you know, talk about your podcast for a split second, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. floor is yours for a minute. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go first and then Robbie can finish what I don't, um, what I don't I'll cover. Just interrupt you. Like no, no, that's how we now. do it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we are the number one, uh, whiskey talk show in the world. And uh, Chill Filtered has been around for three and a half years. We have 180 plus episodes. And if you're into a podcast that can talk about the details, but also get distracted at plenty of times along the way, I think uh, you found your podcast in not only Embellished Pod, but also Chill Filtered. So uh, Embellished Pod is very on point and doesn't get distracted like we do uh, for the record. But if you're looking for two amazing whiskey podcasts that are very different, uh, check us out too. In, a, in addition to John's embellished pod. So. Also, if you're looking for a podcast that live streams from the Jersey Shore Beach House, Mm-mm. Cole's got you covered. Thanks, Uncle Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for having us, John. I'm yeah. excited. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, you know, we monthly we do YouTube lives with our yeah. uh, Patreon members, um, but we're not on YouTube a lot. So it's, nah. it's I. You know, we were kind of setting things up at the beginning, and I realized I had to like kind of clean it. Oh, I didn't clean up this area completely. But I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta pick it. Like usually, Cole and I right. will stream right, and it's close on my face. And I'm like, man, so it's it's fun to be on here with you. I appreciate it. So I think what, if, if you get some like front lighting here and you keep it dark, it does. You don't know what's happening on the floor here. Right? <laughs> nice. And I only have to keep this space clean, which is nice. it's not a communal space. <laughs> So as you said that, I looked back on the ground behind me and I got my uh, my English lab moose behind me and he oh. was starting to eat on some of the kids' Christmas candy. So I had to take that away. <laughs> luckily, yeah. luckily, our dog is downstairs right now. He, she oh, is yeah. uh, taking a nap, which oh, hopefully everyone yeah. is heading that direction pretty quick. What flavor is that dog? What mash bill is that dog? It is a <laughs> an American Brittany Spaniel. Oh, so oh man. It's, it's, we, we had two, uh, and we're down to one. That happened about oh. a week and a half ago. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Nah, it, it sorry. He'd been around for you know, about 15 years. It Lived was a good life. Uh, that makes it easier yeah. and still yeah. makes it harder, right? Yeah. Like, it was, it was, not, it was not a fun time in this household. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And you got the, the girls, it. and mm-hmm. how are the girls doing with it? They... 
we were honest with them and straightforward oh, about everything that was going on. And so there was good. never yeah. any surprise. You know, mm. he, he'd been in failing health for some time and we sort of knew what was going to happen. I have a hard time. I keep looking at you guys, but the, the uh -huh. camera's here, right? And oh, so that's, that's the problem. You are so over I, here. I put like, my camera in front of the computer screen. Yeah, just so I couldn't do it any other way. Less awkward. Yeah, I have a, there's, <laughs> there's a screen here, but it's got the text of what I read. So that way I'm at least close to the camera what I'm trying to read. See, and that's, that's where it comes up where you don't go on like these diagrams. You script it, man. You don't go off Although, the script. <laughs> Although that being said, uh, you were on, I can't remember what episode it was. It was this summer, wasn't it? Right mm -hmm. after. It was right after Beck uh, was born. Beck was so. born. Uh -huh. But yeah, so like we had a good time. Like I, I'm excited for this one because it was just John and I talking mm -hmm. and now yeah. Cole's here too. So it's, that's a good, going to be a good time. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. And if it doesn't go well, then we know that, you know, it went well in the summer when it was just me and Robbie. And <laughs> I don't know. That's the first time Cole's yeah, yeah. job might Super be in jeopardy. Cole. Hey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's fantastic. No, you, you, you mentioned that I stay on point and it's pretty mm -hmm. easy to stay on point when there's no one to talk to. Uh -huh. right so you don't have anybody like hey i just thought of this thing i that's what i absolutely enjoy about y'all's is the, the conversational nature mm -hmm. and for a while mine was straight scripted and now just the beginning and end are and everything in oh between. nice Once i started going on youtube i pulled the script off because you do um yeah, wow it, it just it doesn't flow the same like if i sit here and read a script while i'm mm -hmm. on youtube that the but like do you like practice Nah, not really. I, I have notes. Whoa. I have notes that I run through, and that's about that's it, bro. Seriously. I'm impressed because, like, I've always said this: like, if there is a like a uh, what do you call it, like a yeah. iHeartRadio, or even mm -hmm. like uh, one of my favorite podcasts is to say uh, how stuff works, or also yeah, mm -hmm. like how stuff works is where where there, you got some people that can like very much tangent, and then the NPR side is like business, but also very informative and very interesting. Yeah. I would always think yours is more along the very informative, very interesting, as Super opposed to like, yeah, like where we're like, what do you think of no doubt? Like for the millionth <laughs> time, you know, early work was fantastic. Later work was eh, so, yeah. so it kind of went along my... with uh, with Gwen's uh, uh, solo career. It's like, you right. know, I like it, but I'm not a not into it. You know, so. it was a bop. Like I could listen yeah, to it. hundred percent about it. But mm -hmm. I'm also going to quickly forget Hollaback Girl. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which I think actually mm -hmm. was just her. It wasn't even no doubt at that point. Yeah, but but it it flowed with the progression of her career in, yeah. in general. So. This yeah, tangent see, this is, is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> was that Gwen Stefani that sang that? Yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. Hollaback Girl. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. Was that Hollaback Girl? Yeah. Part? It was. Okay. It like was. a breakdown? Okay. Yeah. See, and what, Cole, you were like eight when that came out, maybe? Oh, baby. I was... Uh, I was... <laughs> I was, well, I, I mean, I was, I was born in 90, so I can't say, uh, that's not too bad. You're like 12. Then. It had to, I had to be at least 13 14? when that happened. Yeah. When that came out. Like 2003. Yeah. I would say it's like 2003, 2004. I had to be around now. Now you gotta know. <laughs> so folks, if, if you've never listened to Chill Filter, you just got a good sample <laughs> a good of what taste, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. No, this, this, that's what makes it fantastic. My kids yeah. love it. You know, they listen to it every Monday. Oh, Monday. That, that encourages work. me. They're, they're they're super excited about it uh mm -hmm. oh well they're getting and your youngest will be getting a shout out for sure 
You got to give, yeah, give then, us the older's name. Uh, every time name. you mention my name for anything, she's like, oh, you're famous. famous. She's like, it's friggin' dad, John Hughes. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's, <laughs> That's and, great. You know, like she sort of used to do that with John Hughes movies, you know, because it's, uh, it's, oh, it's so times we're watching Home Alone and we're watching the yeah. things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a different person. She's like, well, that guy has your name. I'm like, that guy doesn't have my name because that guy's dead now. Yeah. I have my name. Yeah, but if I had that guy's know, bank account, John I'll Hughes. claim it. Yeah. Correct. The new John Hughes. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Like that's New Jersey. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> you guys are working through recording enough episodes to to weather the that's right. January, dry mm. January. Mm. Yeah. How's that going? Yeah. Like, that feels like a bunch so we're only forty percent through the total episode. So we recorded for we already recorded for this. You know, we, today's Monday, so we released yep. already Monday's episode. But we've only recorded two for the five of uh, January thus far. And but gonna, I think we're going to we'll release make it. this today's, one. This one we'll we still release got, this one. This is the third, unless we don't make. We might, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll probably release this as one of them. So mm-hmm. I guess technically we've got three. So we just got to mm-hmm. do two more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in. And that. so, so I listened to this morning's episode mm-hmm. and. Um, I'm sort of with you, Robbie. I think that finished whiskey is the trend of 2021. The finished bourbon, yeah. like you guys talked about that in depth. Mm-hmm. Like it's been around forever. You're right, but the 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 resurgence or the upsurgence or whatever it is of like Starlight and all of their finishes. Totally. And then there's the Good Times Company that is nothing but finished. Mm-hmm. And you know, because like Bell Mead, you know, you guys had the honey. Totally, they've been doing finishes for seven or eight years. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But man, it just like everybody came out with them, and, mm-hmm. and well, then like you go like Broken Barrel, and you go with totally. uh, mm-hmm. with the Makers Staves, yeah, serious yeah. thing, and like. Mm-hmm. But I, I like it because it's, it's one of those things. Where it's like oh, okay, like this helps me to realize what this note's coming from or that note. Like right. I have, I think I've dialed in my French oak now because of yeah. the finishings mm-hmm. and stuff. So. Yeah. I can get close to French oak, but whenever they're like, we are aging this in. Uh, there was one Lizzie. that was a line that I can't. I've got Mouvedra. There's a Mouvedra oh. finish from from Bell Mead that I have over here. Oh, I cool. don't know what Mouvedra tastes like to understand mm-hmm. yeah. what it should taste like. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've never like, had that. Is I this no oaky or is it Mouvedra? It's yeah. it, it's red wine. Like I know that. Like uh-huh. I have that general idea, but red wine runs a pretty large gamut. Yeah. of flavors mm-hmm. and absolutely. You know, it's it's funny. It's the only way it's, it's, it feels like one of the only ways to differentiate in the bourbon marketplace because you're restricted with your mash bill and you're restricted mm-hmm. with a lot of things that you can't add in. Um, when you start doing these finishes, there's really no restriction at this point. I was watching yeah. somebody that was talking about um, using wet barrels. They'll use wet barrels to do these finishes in. And that basically means there's still some of the residual liquid from that barrel left behind. Oh. Now you're just infusing flavor at that point. What? Yeah. yeah, that's that's definitely not. Like, uh, that's an addition, it, in my opinion. What was the yeah. rum cask we had where it was like? Oh, Basil Hayden's, uh, Basil Hayden's Caribbean rum. cask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like it was a rum. It wasn't right. Did it we wasn't ever a release that episode? No, we did. Yeah, we did. No, it was okay, the, yeah. you're thinking of the, the lost cask. one that the, the Tullamore, the, yeah, Tullamore Dew cider yeah. cask. We never mm-hmm. released that. I don't know if I can find that. Hopefully. I think. I think I might be able to. Heck, if okay. we need an extra episode. There's <laughs> some, some uh, podcast archaeology here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked on your last episode, John, where you were uh, you were talking about sideways and the Pinot Noir mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I can't remember what quote you, what, what quote you got from the the show uh, from that movie, but I'm like, man, that like I never saw sideways, but I like you and I are the same age, and like 
the rise of yep. foodies and and just like that whole like where we're at now where it's like we want flavor we want to experience like i can't remember what you said what quote you used but i'm like that that hit the nail on the head and you're like and then because of that you're like well now i gotta start drinking pinot noirs to figure this this flavor out you know yeah so it was it, i love paul giamatti to begin with like, <laughs> he's, he's a great he's a fantastic actor but the, the quote is thin skin temperamental and in need of constant care and attention yep and man, I don't know, because like you're on the bottom end of Gen X toying with elder millennial, if I remember correctly, Robbie, right? <laughs> 81. Uh, born 81. So you are, you are elder millennial at this point, because 80 yep. is Ooh. sort of the cutoff is where yep. I land. Okay. Man, does that not describe like the bottom end of the millennial generation? Like, dense and <laughs> temperamental and needed. Like this is perfect. For that. <laughs> this is perfect for the right generation. I had to go pull the, the where I'd written that one down because I didn't have it on the top of my head. It was just, it's oh, a fantastic funny. movie it had me thinking about food and drink in a very, very different way. And then mm -hmm. it just sort of transgress or transforms into bourbon because I live in Kentucky. That's easy. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, let me see. Look, watch that movie. That had like uh, Sandra O oh in it and Paul Giamatti. And, and it had uh, the guy that plays uh, Sandman and uh, Lowell Mather in uh, Wings. Oh. Do you remember that show, Wings? No. Nah. No, neither one of you guys do. I remember Sandman from Spider-Man. Yeah. The, they got oh, to play God. him. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I couldn't remember. A chiseled jaw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was yeah. like the B-list Gronk. Yeah, I get era. you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you? So real quick, what are, what are you sipping on there? Yeah. What are you, you entry buzzing? What do you? It is. Uh, it is Remus Repeal Reserve. Ooh, five. Nice. What kind of glass is that? This is probably one of the best glasses that any human <laughs> could possibly own. Intrigue. What? Wait, oh, is that a chill, chill filtered stimulus glint? Chill filtered. Oh my goodness! I love you it. too could have one of these if you decide yeah. to become a Patreon of Chill Filtered. That's and true. What, a, what, Ten dollar tier or more. What do you do? Just visit Patreon.com/slash/ChillFilter <laughs> to get that and sign I, up. You know, yes. I think that's what it is. I have it bookmarked, so I don't have to remember it. It's always there, it. ready for me to go. So that way, I am <laughs> in the know when oh, it comes to all know. things Chill. Oh, John, as far as crossovers go, that was a baller of a move mm -hmm. and you see what did you see oh. what i did my baller on there yeah my new favorite glen karen what was that guy's name again uh corn blue corn blue mark corn blue. mark is his name i, yeah, found I think mark is right yeah yeah and how he makes how... some good glen karens yeah oh my gosh it's one of my new favorites i it's have one I, I rarely use mine because i'm really mm. afraid of just breaking it like oh, the rest i can fall right just over. about any other glen karen in this house <laughs> and it wouldn't bother me but that one is hand pretty, blown and pretty yeah unique. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So shout out to yeah. you. Yep. So, so I got to be honest. We we had we entry buzz together. We recorded an episode just before mm -hmm. this, and we did we did the the Miketers, Michael Peters, as I like to call him, mm -hmm. uh, straight right cask. Is that right, Cole? Uh, no, uh, uh, single barrel tenure. Single barrel tenure. So we are both. That's what we both entry buzz. On. Although I did. I did uh, just as fancy and nice and and JMB baby. I <laughs> got that for Christmas this week from my. Uh, Hey. my father-in-law so yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with that so no um i don't have a time limit but i assume that you gents do and so i don't want to keep you forever um i i'll let this run for four hours i, I have <laughs> no concerns about it whatsoever you know what hey well let's let's run it back all day and night like yeah. one of us has to leave the other two hang around and we yeah. just keep it going mm -hmm. 
set a world America. record. I don't, I don't have to go back to work until the 5th of January, so yeah, I'm that. good to go. Oh, nice. We can run this multiple <laughs> days. I assume at some point, Cole <laughs> has to drive back to, to, to his home yeah. state. And, and and but that's when you guys will talk and then I'll right. hop yeah. Back on. yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll definitely be uh super popular i, I would yeah. say uh-huh. yeah so i'm curious i'm curious what you got in mind yep. first today okay. we got some samples All right. so. so you guys you guys have a couple samples each mm-hmm. um oh. you know, we we talked a i'm gonna bit. stop you again in true chill filtered fashion this is how the courier arrives with john hughes yep. samples vacuum Shrink sealed wrap, you know, or yeah Mm-hmm. And, and on top of it, the labels are like computer printed. Legit. No. This is it's like man, true... the, the the printer for that is like twenty bucks, and oh, it's really? this big, what? and you can connect to it with your phone, and it is oh. the best thing ever because I can't gotta... I can't write legible to begin with, really? but then writing legible on the small like what you guys are doing, I can't. Yeah. That's not a thing that's possible really? for me. I don't I don't write. I'm that with way. you. I have I. That's why Cole sends all the samples because Cole. Uh-huh. Is the, He's the craftsman who. Speaking of ways, John software. I type all day long. That's all I do. There's, there's <laughs> no handwriting happening in my life. Like Did, if I ever uh, have to sign a check, I have to think about what cursive is anymore. Oh, I hate cursive, man. Did yeah. you get your courier samples today, John? No, uh, I haven't checked. I have not oh, checked the mail check. yet today. Which are, are rolling are, in. Our couriers usually don't show up until late in the afternoon. Perfect. Like four or five ish. So we'll it'll probably be here in a little bit, but it's that's possible cool. sitting in the, in the courier spot right now. Yeah, and, and that's because in. John Hughes is a Patreon supporter mm-hmm. of Chill Filtered, and he gets drink along samples. Yep. Yeah. Now I missed the last two drink alongs. One because I just completely spaced on it. I was. Oh, bored. I should have made it more aware. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, no, 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 no. So, I, you made it plenty aware. I just <laughs> just spaced out. Things happen. Yeah, life that we do. We're, we're bad of being like, Cole, did you do this? Oh, crap, I'll do it. Yeah. So <laughs> Cole's usually on top of it. If, if, if Cole misses it too, man, we're in trouble because I don't remember nothing. So, <laughs> But go on, John. We've interrupted oh, no you enough. Yeah, so, so we're going to do a blind today. And we had yeah, discussed okay. this beforehand just slightly. And so what may happen is that once, if you want to go ahead and pour the C0801GL, into okay. a glass and we can let that kind of simmer for a minute yeah. that um, was my nickname in high school simmer for a minute <laughs> it's the song of my people <laughs> oh cole was that it <laughs> never that is. was it <laughs> oh wow yep so uh these these samples uh which robbie guessed Congratulations, based off of context clues, um, come from the Eves Blind set. And Eves Blind is Marion Eves, who was the former um, master distiller for Castle and Key. Before that, nice. she was a taster or a blender for Brown Foreman. Nice. And now she is working with Sweetens Cove and a handful of other projects. Nice. But she has created... Um, a subscription service that ran just in 2021. They're not going to be doing it in 2022. They'll pick it back up again in 2023 where you get two 300 milliliter samples every quarter. Um, and so the, you don't get anything aside from a piece of gla- uh, piece of glassware, stoneware, whatever you want to call it. It looks like That's this cool. and it has proof on it. It has age and it has a number on it. And so on the back, they, they've got fantastic branding. This is like this like flat that. black with, you know, mirrored. The boxes are marketing was on point for this. Like I, it yeah, 100% yeah. got and me. And you're a marketing I, guy, aren't you? Or no? No. I, well, my, my NBA had an area in marketing. And so I yeah, appreciate right. it through and through. Um, but 
anyways, so what she does is she sends these out and then she has five sort of, um, or four, sorry, four pillars to, to the tasting. And so I've done tastings for people. That's sort of why I started collecting with the idea. I was like, Oh, I'm going to totally. have people over and we're going to have a tasting. This is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But then I had kids and Robbie, you can understand this and Cole, you'll understand this very, very soon. Sure. There is like daily clean. And then there yeah. is people are coming over to visit clean. And those are two mm-hmm. very, very different things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, I decided I didn't I was, really want to like have a bunch of people over because I have yeah. to like deep clean for, for visitors. Yeah. Yep. Then the pandemic hit. And so I was able to do like a bunch of virtual ones for coworkers and friends and whatnot. Um, it was, it was a great opportunity to share things. And so I, I kind of look at it. There are two reasons why you would do a, a, a blind tasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is for education. So you're going to mm-hmm. learn something about palate, about flavors, about whatever, or one is, or the other reason is for fun. And mm-hmm. so usually I do fun tastings because most of the people that, that I would uh, drink with are not whiskey aficionados to begin with. Mm-hmm. And so it's more of a themed tasting like, Oh, uh, these are all, uh, what was one of them? I can't remember what I did. Anyways, they're, they're, they're more fun based. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a guessing game. It, it's, it's something fun to do, but the, the first sort of pillar of what Marion tried to do with this particular setup is, um, taste things blind. And so mm-hmm. as a part of the kit, you also get a black glen cairn like this. And so the pretty. idea is that you pour it straight from the black stoneware mm-hmm. into this and you never notice the color. Yeah, um, and then kind of a, the through story being the branding of this. You can see on the bottom, yeah, there, the, there's a logo here. So when you look through it, uh, cool. you actually see it. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. And so she sends two of those mm-hmm. uh, out with the the sampling. And so the two that we have are the last two, the ones from winter. Um, and then um, she builds out what's called a palate experience. And the palate experience walks you through tasting, um, tasting it. Well, actually, you pour it in the glass, you smell it before you ever swirl anything. And so you get your initial aroma without including any air. Then you do a next round, which is where you incorporate air. Then you taste it and you taste it with a drop of water. And she gives notes on taste and feel along the way. But you have these samples for two or three weeks before she posts any of that. The hope is that you get in and you sort of taste things and you save a little bit. That's why you have, you know, 300 milliliters for a single person. Um, and then you come back with the notes that she has. And so this mm. is purely like, this is nerdery at its best. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whiskey, nerdery. Mm-hmm. whiskey nerd stuff. And then once she released those tasting notes, she also gives you things about the mash bill. You get the yeast, the barrel recipe, you get um, how long it was matured, you know, a mm. whole host mm. of, of very unique <clears throat> things um, that, that kind of walk you through it. And so the first one we're going to do, that's kind of the, the the business of it. The first one we're going to run through is sample C0801GL. It is uh, 130.3 proof, and it is roughly four-ish years old. It's four nice. plus on yeah. here, so it's going to be a blended sample. And I don't have the in-depth notes to tell you what makes nice. this up yet because we literally just got this about three weeks ago, and so nice. I haven't got the final set of notes on it. And when it came in, I was like, this is the one. This is what I want to send to, to these folks. And then there's a there's sort of a final surprise that once we get through the tasting, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of let you know. And so I'm, I made a statement that you've never tasted these before. It's possible you tasted these before. So um, we, if we are, haven't done it on the podcast. I probably haven't, to be honest. Cold my whiskey. Yeah, I, I didn't look at your <laughs> backlog, but we'll, it'll, it'll, it'll become a little more clear. And so I have mine as well. 
Um, these are the glasses that I use. Was, we nice. talked about this before, Robbie. They're slightly bigger opening than the uh, Glen Cairns mm-hmm. on the top because Glen Cairns are a little too constricted for me. And it's got a stem, so it keeps my hand off it from getting warm. So who <laughs> wants to go first? Who, who's going to be the... Uh, I can go first. You're going to be the red shirt? All right. Yep. So I'm going to remove you, Robbie. You'll hang out. Okay. And we'll run Aww. through the first round of notes, right, okay. notes um, that we have here. All right? Ooh. All right. Hey, whenever I, we were doing this earlier, could you hear me talking when I was doing the intro? Yeah, I could. So Robbie might need to mute himself until we bring him back in. Or That's take cool. off his audio. I don't know how to take off his audio. He'll have to do it himself. Yep. Robbie. You He's know got earbuds in. He can take his earbuds out. There you go. We're watching you, Robbie. Yeah. Take your earbuds out. There you go. All right. <laughs> so it's all yours. This is this is all yours. And see, this is the best part about uh, doing blondes is that I have mm-hmm. all the notes, so I can pretend like, oh, hmm, yeah, you know, like, because I already know what it's supposed to be. It's like when I go to therapy, and they're like, "Oh, interesting." And I'm like, "Are they gonna like s- send me to the police now that I've said nope. that you know these random things about my life?" And they're like, "You, oh. you would be surprised like, at the things you gotta cold. say to get like committed against your will." It's, it's yeah, <laughs> I, I've heard that. One of my one of my wife's coworkers, she uh-huh. was committed against her will and oh very goodness. open about. It. Like we had a lot yeah, of like, fun yeah. conversations about it. Totally. Um, but yeah, they, you got to go pretty far. Oh man. Yeah, I always worry about that. There's there's this old meme of like this person that's like hopping under lasers and stuff like that in like a picture. And it's like just just meeting that right in the middle point of sharing enough with my therapist and then not getting un or whatever the word was like uh, involuntarily committed. Involuntarily, yeah. So, okay, I'm glad you mentioned the proof on this one, but I'm mm-hmm. not. I mean, like I am and I'm not because mm-hmm. it is a little potent uh, on the yeah. alcohol vapors. And, uh, well, and first, so I uh, mentioned the, the proof on it because uh-huh. it's literally on the label of oh, what cool. they would. Mm-hmm. So this is a thing that if you were to be a part of the subscription service, that mm-hmm. is a piece of information. That's like already given to you. Day mm-hmm. one, period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first thoughts on this is my, when I first got a whiff from pouring the bottle, it was really pleasant, candy-like. Uh which doesn't always happen with a, you said it was about a four year. It's four plus. So it doesn't okay. end here. Okay, cool. So there might be other things going on. And so I really like the candy like notes makes me think it's a rye on the nose. Uh, and I'm getting a little bit of a earthy note, almost like a, um, Oh man, there's like a candy as well. I'll get back to the earthy note, but, um, Almost like a a little bit of a Saint Germain elderflower or whatever elderberry or whatever that thing is like a little bit of a Saint Germain note to it. Um, really nice fruitiness as well as that candiness I was mentioning. There is a little bit of earthiness, and what I mean by earthiness is potentially a little like dirt grass notes that I'm getting off of this one. Okay. Altogether, I think it's a rye um, when I when I sniff it. But let's uh, let's sip this, John. Mm-hmm. See, this is the thing that always happens to me: is anytime I smell something that is above 125 proof, I'm like, "This is rye." Because mm-hmm. high proof can give me that same sort of effervescent feeling in my nose that rye does. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm really proud of my Saint Germain note. Because that very much continued. That was the dominant characteristics of the palette for me. Did you say Saint Germain? Yeah, you know what that is? 
Oh, but I'm it's it's uh, it is a, a elderberry or something liqueur. Uh, reminds me of I, I don't know how old you were when Japanese or Chinese candy like came out with like an mm-hmm. elderberry kind of uh jelly candy. That's the notes I'm getting off of this. Um, and a really cool bottle. I'm sure you're looking at it right now. Um, Not yet. but yeah, but that's yeah, very... I'm, I'm, I will absolutely have this found. So it's an it's an elderberry liqueur, yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I can see that. My, my yeah. mom makes elderberry tincture. Oh, cool. So you know the elderberry notes, um, mm-hmm. if you've if you've seen that. So, um, so it is potent. Uh, 100, you said 133, One, 130.3. Sorry, okay, cool. So 130.3. It shows, uh, the mouthfeel is aggressive. Um, and I have been drinking all weekend. And uh, it is still a little potent even for me uh, with that. And um, let me go for another sip. But yeah, like I said, elderberry showed up the most. I'm still going to stand on the rye side. I've never gotten that kind of note from a bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do get candy fruity notes like that typically from rye. Uh, although I wouldn't be surprised if this was a mixture of a rye and a bourbon. But I be would be surprised if there was no rye having to do with this pour. So let me sip again. Hmm. I like it. Um, this reminds me. So, so typically some of the other notes I get with rye are like cinnamon, baking spices, uh, hard candy. I am not getting the first two. I am getting a hard candy, not getting cinnamon or baking spices, but as opposed to a bourbon where you're typically getting a chewy vanilla, caramel, um, oak, you know, and you get oak on it at any, any point, but like the mixture right. of those three things, not getting that either. So I'm, that's why I'm like leaning towards the rye. I do like it a lot, especially for at least a four year. Um, but it is bright. It is shimmery. It is not dense. It has a really nice sweetness to it throughout. Um, it is fruity, like that elderberry I was talking about. Um, and the finish is pleasant. And it really wraps out, like the second sip really takes out that burn and um, really rounds it out uh, with the, um, the the fruitiness I'm getting throughout. Um, I Any other notes you want from this? Uh, you want to get a rating or something like that? or? Um, you, you can feel free to rate it. Um, I'm just interested in, in what your notes that come off of it are. And then I'll run through the notes, the notes that go along with, I have limited notes on this particular bottle from the source. Mm-hmm. Um, and then no, it's, it's, it's sort of an a obtuse way of saying it. The, the source, not necessarily from the Eve's blind. I gotcha. But from the original, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this distiller of this yeah, yeah. has the some notes on location. the bottle itself, mm. but I don't have the specific stuff from, from Marion's uh, point of view yet. I'm trying so. to think of anything I would compare this to, maybe to even get an idea of the distillery or source. Mm-hmm. Um, and this... if you want, you can think on that one, and, and mm-hmm. I can bring Robbie in, and you can, yeah. you know, when you come back in, we can, we can talk about it a little more. Okay, sounds good. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I, I like it. This would be, in our rating scale, this would be high eights, maybe mm-hmm. mid to high eights on my rating scale. Um, I like the proof. 
I love the fruitiness and I love the sweetness and the elderberry notes I've never experienced on a uh, whiskey before. And I'm sure Robbie's going to go a whole nother direction with this, which I love about me and Robbie. Yeah. Um, and, and he's going to bring up notes that I'm going to be like, oh, that was a really good point. Uh, but that's all about I got. Can I can I finish this? Is there any reason I shouldn't finish? No, it? there's okay. no. There, I mean, no, no reason you shouldn't finish it. I mean, you got another ounce waiting on you at home, mm-hmm. anyways. So, delish. Yep. All right, I'm gonna bring Robbie back, and Wait. we're gonna have to figure out how to. That'll be how. Yeah. So whenever I remove you, you'll have to pull your headphones off. I yeah. mean, you can stay on the screen. You know, just yep. as long as your headphones are gone, it won't matter. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pull you off, and we'll oh, that's an unfair advantage. Oh, boo! So yeah, you'll go first on the next one, and then he'll get it. That this will be how we'll do. It. Perfect. There's, okay, there's you got it. He's not gonna give you any notes here. All right, so we, we've gone through um, Cole's notes. Let's let's see what Robbie's got to say. Take him off, Cole. Cool. Take it all off. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a different kind of stream now. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm here for it. Okay, so here's my fear. I feel like I am so easily influenced. And I feel like that's one thing we do, you know, I, mm-hmm. when you get around people and you're drinking whiskey and you, you share notes, you go, yeah, okay, I can see that. And you, you lean one way yep. or the other. And I will say Cole is much more the experienced palate than me. So I am worried that I'm going to be so far off base from where he's at that it's going to expose me of just being Cole's lackey. But you know what? Being Cole's lackey is a good thing to be. So there are worse things to be number one. And number two, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think, I think that everyone is going to be off base here, including myself. Cause I, so I ran through these samples myself um, earlier this week and I'll sort of share with you my results on, on what I came up with and how it has changed to today, which is tasting this again. So to me, there, I, I, here's my problem. I, I every once in a while I go through a latex phase and I get yep. medicinal latex right now off this. Same. But I've been getting that off of a lot of things lately, so I don't know if that's necessarily on point here or not. To me, there's a good sweetness. It it's not necessarily a bourbony high corn kind of a thing. It's more weeded for sure. Um, I would say it's it's. Probably a bourbon, higher wheat, but there is some rye in the mash bill. And then uh oh mouthfeel on this. It's definitely that was it 130 something proof. 130.3. Oh yeah. It's you know, so we we entry buzzed up before this, so like my palate's ready for a higher proof for sure. This has a nice, it's low viscosity, but a nice burn, like not necessarily burn, but just nice heat on the mouthfeel. I think there's more spiciness, so I'm I'm gonna stick with where I'm at, where it's like it's a it's got a decent amount of rye in it for sure. Are we supposed to guess what this is? No, no, there's I mean, okay. <laughs> you, can try. you can absolutely give that a shot if you want to. No, we're just that's not me. We're just running through tasting notes here. Um, okay, I think so the given that I, yeah, go ahead and guess a bottle because I know whatever. No, I, I have, have no nothing. idea. That's not my forte. Right. Like, I no, no, me cool. either. And that's the, the benefit of running a blind is that you get to pretend like you know things. Like, oh, yeah, well, I know exactly okay. what this tastes like. I, 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 I am 100% pretending right now, man. Like, I don't know. Like, Cole is the guy <laughs> where it's like. 
he'll be like, oh, this reminds me of whatever we just had, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we had this two years ago. And I'm like, oh, dang, good for you, Cole. But to me, I'm like, <laughs> I like I mean, this. No, I don't, I don't, I'm not good with tasting notes myself. That's not a, this that's is, not a thing that. I want to say it's, it's more weeded. It's a muted kind of sweetness. It's more mellow on the sweetness for sure. Um, there's corn there. I get a rye spiciness. It's minty almost. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of a, like a, just like a Woodford, like a higher proof Woodford where you get a little bit of that mintiness. Um, that's really pronounced to me, but I, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, okay. it's yummy. I like it. I mean, this is a, I would give this like we do a rating scale and mm -hmm. I would say this is kind of, this is probably like an eight point six or seven to me like it's just this i would drink this every day if it's affordable i don't know how affordable this is but if this is affordable i would drink this every day okay all right i'm gonna bring uh cole back in and we'll we'll have some some communal discussion all right so cole oh, back put it back on cole all yeah, right we're live Ooh, okay i like the proofage on this I, my my last sip i'm like this is good mm -hmm. both of you have commented uh on the mouthfeel of this being oh yeah great Right. Mm. So here, here's the fun part, right? Like I get to, <laughs> to, 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 to be that guy. Um, yeah. So Cole Check. says that this is a rye or high rye bourbon. Mm -hmm. And Robbie says this is a wheat bourbon. Really? Oh, wow. In it. So do you guys want wait, to wait, wait. now or do you want I want, to I want you to be like one? Oprah on us, like check under your seats and we pull out an envelope that says you're both yeah. idiots. Yeah. <laughs> or like <laughs> Maury or something like that, where it's like, who's the father? And I like get up and start <laughs> dancing when I'm right or he's right, you know. So we'll do yeah. we'll do the, the the big reveal on what Marianne Eves was actually doing, right? Okay, and okay. Because it'll 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 help maybe think about this, right? So what Marianne specifically did with the Eves blind is she hand selected what would be considered craft distilleries across the United States that are not from Kentucky. Nice. There is absolutely no Kentucky bourbon in any of this. Oh, nice. And so I you'll get some that. unique flavors. You'll get mm -hmm. some unique mash bills. And then uh, my assumption is, is that they did some degree of custom distilling or not necessarily custom distilling, but mm -hmm. custom blending for her um, because if they're doing custom distilling, they would have had to start this process five years ago. Uh -huh. and, you know, that, that's, I, I don't feel like that's the case here. So what you guys just had was watershed bourbon. Okay. okay. So watershed is out what? of Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. I could have sworn Ohio. it was Ohio. Now, the mash bill from watershed, and I don't have the mash bill on this bottle yet, mm -hmm. but the generic mash bill from watershed bourbon is corn, wheat, rye, and barley. And oh. oh, I'm the, not the father. I'm not the father. <laughs> <laughs> so you got too loud there. Oh, so man. He, 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 you were he was super concerned that he was like, oh, I'm I'm the lackey here. But the, at the end of the no. day, you're exactly right. There's there's a lot of things that point me in the direction of rye on this as well. If I mm -hmm. were to taste it, and, and I'll tell you, I tasted all of there's what six, eight of these samples mm -hmm. that I've gotten throughout the year. And I individually ranked them to kind of see, um, because what they've actually done is they've made available where I can go and buy the bottles oh, cool. from these samples. Like I go mm -hmm. buy them and they're, awesome. they're a little pricey now uh -huh. um, because they're unique to this and they have unique yeah. labels. They're blacked out labels of the distillery. Mm -hmm. So it looks like the distillery's label, but it's blacked out with the glossy letters and yeah. you know, it follows through on the branding that they've put together, which is oh, fantastic cool. on it. But 
I had ranked this one really low initially. Mm-hmm. And when I came back to it just now, this is fantastic. Like I, yeah. I'm really enjoying it now. Uh, Cole, I think you said in the mid eights on a ranking. Yeah. Mid to high eights. I would say like 8.6, 8.7. That's exactly what Robbie said. Robbie had an really? on his as well. Man. Nice. Right. So At this least is we enjoy I'm it together. Newlywed game here. Like yeah. I feel like I'm playing. I'm hosting the newlywed game. Yeah. Of yeah. Whiskey blind tasting is, is what's happening. Oh man. That's, that's where funny. it goes next. You just got to mm-hmm. bring on all these other whiskey YouTubers, podcasters and be like the newlywed game. How well yeah. do you really? Yeah. That's a great point. <laughs> I'm working on a thing. We'll, we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> um, so. That's 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 sample number one. I cannot believe that's weeded bourbon though. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, it's, it's weeded and rye and spelted and barleyed, right? So that's oh. what we get. Like, it's it's a corn wheat rye, rye barley spelt, and mm-hmm. the, the percentages are undeclared. So it could be a high rye. So it's a five grain. Wait, did you say corn yep. wheat so corn, barley wheat, rye barley and spelt is watershed's wow. generic mash bill and my assumption is is mm-hmm. that that's probably going to hold through because most craft mm-hmm. distilleries can't afford to run seven different mash bills totally mm-hmm. especially newer distilleries yeah. it's a, right. can you say the name of that one again one more time watershed watershed, watershed. watershed. Yep. okay it's out of and i can, I can give you guys the links to this mm-hmm. later on well, well, um, yeah. but it's it's in columbus ohio so nice. we're not we're yeah. not drinking anything from kentucky today nice okay I and mean, you guys already had kentucky you had mictors which maybe kentucky or it could be indiana who knows yeah, you never know. Which, I prefer, oh, uh, although Brown Foreman might have been, uh, technically, it could have been either Kentucky or uh, Tennessee mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So sample number two. N0401CS. Should we pour it out now? Go ahead. Yep. So that last pour, in terms of reminds me of, Ooh. the closest one I could think of was the um, Driftless Glen that we had yeah. uh, from that. Uh, Wisconsin. Cause that's the one that you guys sent some samples of. Yeah. Curry, if I remember correctly. And I've got, I, I had so. that, had nice. that, have that. I don't know if I drank all of it at once or if I saved some back. And Good now I feel like, like, Oh man, really? I don't want to say too much until Cole's out of here. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. So you're going to, we're going to, we're going to go first with Robbie on this one. Cole, you're going to be cool. second and you're getting removed from the stream. Good luck. All right. Yeah, he doesn't have his headphones off yet. Okay. Cool. They're off now. All right. This, the nose on this is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I get a little bit of a, a stone fruit, a little like plum, maybe like a, maybe a sherry finish on it. A, a small sherry finish on the nose, at least. Super okay. sugary. Brown sugar. And I want to say like a little bit of oakiness more than the last one we had at least. I'm like thinking like a six year kind of a thing, maybe six to eight. It's four plus or four two four point two plus. So it's a blend. Sorry, okay. I didn't give you that. Sorry. The proof on this is going to be one twenty six point eight. Okay. And it is four point two plus years. All so right. it's slightly older than the the one before. But it, like really- I said, it is a blend, so there's potential ten year bourbon in here as well. Man, yeah, so a lot of stone fruit, like uh, dark stone fruit, kind of grapey almost, plum. This is, this. oh man. Now, here's the thing. So we've done a few rides lately where, to me, they're bourbons. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like let's say we did Midwinter's Night Dram a couple a couple weeks ago. And this is kind of like that, where I feel like it should be a rye, but it's more of a bourbon. This is very bourbony to me for sure. More bourbon, but it's like it's in the middle ground. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm trying to get everything up here. I, I did not prepare myself appropriately for this. Um, not a fan of this. It's okay. Okay. It's 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 okay. Um, that you know that Westland was it watershed. 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 I would drink that every day. This, I don't know. I'm not as big a fan of it. Um, definitely stone fruit in it. Uh, brown sugary. Hmm. Not, and it's got to be some sort of a finish. I don't, I don't want to say mm-hmm. it, it's really dry, but it's got a finish, uh, like a wine finish to it. Maybe, uh, gosh, I don't know my wines well enough to say what kind of finish it is. I know sherry butts because they drive me nuts, but that's about <laughs> all I know. Don't they drive everybody nuts? Oh man, sherry butts, she's great. Um, yeah, I, I I I wish I had more to say on this. I would give this this is like seven point six to me. I would I would definitely drink it. It's not bad. It's better than bad. It's okay. But uh, yeah, I don't know too much. Oh man, that's about all I got on this. I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, you gave you gave one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight tasting notes on this. Okay. Plus a rating. So you say that's all I got, but. Okay, that's where I'm at. I, yeah, and right. so we were talking about like writing on labels. Like, well, you can't see that, but like this is the chicken scratch that I have. Can you read <laughs> any of that? Exactly. Same, same with me. Like, there. Yeah, it's all. I don't have time to write pretty. Yeah, we're trying to move here. All right. All right. You got what you want out of it? You think you got? What I you think need? I think I don't have much else to give to it. I don't know. Okay. okay. I'm bringing him back. He's gonna put his headphones on. Then we're gonna get rid of you for a second. You have to take your headphones out. Earbuds coming out. And there you go. All right. So All right. I'll give you what I didn't give him to start with. This okay. is 63.4, um, 4.2 plus years. So okay. we're looking Wait. at 126 proof. Okay. Gotcha. Slightly older than the, the first one. Pleasant nose here. Uh, what it reminds me of is, uh, at least at this moment, uh, with the nose alone, I'm getting, uh, potentially a sherry finish, potentially a port finish, uh, just notes of like a nice, um, plum on the side of like almost towards a prune, uh, really rich, dark fruits on the nose. Uh, it is very sweet, uh, but in a very different fruity way than the last one. The other one was more of a bright fruits. This is more of a dull, dense fruits. Uh, I can't tell you if this is a bourbon or rye, if it is one of the two. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a single malt of the barley variety. And um, let me smell it again. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this was like some sort of finished single malt, American single malt. And and may I know if it's an American product? Yeah, so everything is is in the United okay, States, but just not Kentucky. Yeah, everything everything here is is all 
United States, not in Kentucky. It reminds me. It reminds me of a some wine notes, uh, specifically red wine notes, but not too strong. Like, but that's why I say it might be a sherry finish. Actually, this reminds me a little bit of uh, vermouth, sweet vermouth on the nose. That's a that's a big note I would attribute this to. So let me go in for a sip. Um, really strong alcohol, but really interesting mouthfeel really, uh, coats your mouth makes it, um, you said it was one thirty ish. What was it again? This one? 126.8. Okay. So up there, but it felt stronger than the last one, mm-hmm. but to give it its own unique notes. Yeah, it is strong. The mouthfeel is, uh, just really sticks to your tongue and cheeks and, uh, you don't get that too often. The notes that I got on the palate, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna wait until I give all the notes uh, until I take a second sip. But um, this tastes like a American single malt to me, rather than a bourbon or a rye. Um, it, yeah, the big notes I'm getting. You know, yeah. I if I were a betting man, if I had to put my money down in this kind of bet, I would say yeah, American single malt. Uh, I'm not leaning towards rye or bourbon here. Uh, and it, it just has those kind of fruity barley notes, if anything. Uh, and yeah, let me go for that second sip real quick, but I was getting a little bit of that sherry, uh, those sherry notes as well as, uh, it reminded me, uh, John, have you ever had, um, uh, what is it called? It's a certain type of sweet vermouth and it's in a red, uh, label or it's in a red, the red cap to it. It's, um, uh for uh what is it um uh is it the um, uh blackwells no 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 carpano carp no it's uh it's got a red it's not a red label it's a red uh cap and it's called for what is it um uh something recipe or something like that Antica formula. Antica formula. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's what that's, we had downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's a quality mm-hmm. vermouth, in my yep. opinion, and especially sweet vermouth. Okay. And that's what I'm leaning towards of the the strong notes, which makes me think this is probably a finished uh, whiskey. Let me go in for one more soda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It tastes young. There's a little bit to it that is, um, that is, but the, you know, the nice thing is the proof, but the, the, the only downside is, yeah, it has a little bit of a youthful oak to it. Um, and sometimes I have been, I have been a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, victim of mistaking young oak with French oak. Okay. Wouldn't be super surprised if French oak was involved here. Uh, whether that be in the form of a wine finish uh, that involved French oak, uh, but I wouldn't be super surprised if French oak got made its way into this. Um, I would be let down and would probably drink myself to sleep if it were a bourbon or a rye 
but I have a feeling I'm just going to be proven wrong on this one. <laughs> like last You're going to drink yourself to sleep for this? No. If, no, if no. this is not an American Singing Wall? No, but uh, I... It's sweet. It's got good notes. I think I've mentioned this on our podcast before, is that French oak notes will can sometimes be too strong, bringing out too much honey, too much uh, dried fruit, but also a little bit of a bubble gummy in a not good way. Um, like, I don't know. It's hard to describe French oak. Yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, I, until until Maker's Mark started doing their French oak mm -hmm. experiments, totally. nobody was really thinking about it. You only had a handful of places to think about it. And so, yeah, it's it's a growing thing that people starting to understand. Totally. So mm -hmm. And my my first experience was like in 2016 with Bastille, sure. and I was like, this is different. And we did a recent mm -hmm. episode with that when I was like, okay, this is what I remember. Uh, that being said, I you could you could not rock my world if you said this doesn't include French oak at all. But I right. wouldn't be surprised if it did. Uh, I like it. I would give this, let me talk about the finish a little bit more. Actually. Yeah. The big note is youthful. The, the oak is, is a little underage in my opinion, unless, like I said, it's the French oak, but mm -hmm. then I would say the finish is sweet. Not bitter, nothing bad in the, like, there's nothing like saying like, this is, bad in the finish it continues on it's beautiful uh but i have a feeling there's french oak involved because of that interesting floral honey sweetness at the end which mm -hmm. i usually am not the biggest fan of uh, but i think that's all i got okay we'll bring robbie back nice oh, you, you didn't you didn't give a, a score oh i i uh i happily give this a 7.8 7.9 all right, so both of you guys are back. Nice. Robbie gave a score of 7.6. So you guys Whoa. are within three-tenths yeah. of each other. Two to yeah. three. Really compatible. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to read off. <laughs> yeah. Here, Robbie, I want to read these notes off. Do you, do you remember your notes that you gave? Mostly? No? Mostly, yeah. I, I, I realized I hadn't eaten since breakfast, so I, I left the room. <laughs> and I, I'm, no, no, no. no. I'm going to read off the first handful of notes that Cole threw out. He said, okay. cherry, port, or red wine finished. Nice. Plum okay. slash prune, dark nice. fruits, very sweet. So those are all the exact same notes that Robbie gave nice. as well. Nice. Right? Like five. you guys are <laughs> like right on top of each other. You mentioned uh, youthful oak. Both of you mentioned a youthful nice. oak. Um, the the this recurrence of like a red fruit or, or not a red fruit, a grape or some type of a wine influence. Mm. So, sadly, this is not an American single malt. Come on, absolutely a bourbon. That? Oh, um, really? That. This is a okay. bourbon that has a mash bill of eighty percent corn, twenty percent malted barley. Okay, oh. it's aged in fifteen gallon barrels, and it is Kings County. Oh, oh. Did, you said just barley and and corn though. Correct. No, no secondary. Yeah. There's no finish secondary finish? No. No secondary finish? There's no secondary wow. finish for this. Did you go That's secondary impressive. finish too, Cole? 
Oh, yeah. I would have bet on it. Yeah. Now, my experience with Kings Seriously. County is that they come across very much more single malty than they do totally. bourbony in Especially their bourbon. Especially that Nashville. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, the malted barley plays heavy in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a too, in my opinion, I'm not, I don't know everything. Which I remember from our a lot of sweetness in it, you know. Yeah, from our episode we did on it was either the straight malt or the straight uh, bourbon or the single barrel bourbon. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking this is very barley y. Okay, so Cole, just let you know when you were off, Mm -hmm. I said Cole will say I remember from this episode and that thing, this thing. (laughs) So you just you just proved my point. Cole is very much like while you were gone as well. He said he said it both times, but nice. Yeah, this. I mean, that's my, my experience with Kings County. Is they're very. I mean, maybe it's the craft. Maybe it's the fifteen gallon mm. barrels. Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that it's only corn and malted barley. And I'll, mm-hmm. I mean, twenty percent is a pretty high volume high. Of malted mm-hmm. barley in um, bourbon. Period. Mm-hmm. My dog is starting to bark. I apologize oh, for that. Good. Hey, we love dogs. Yeah, we're dogs. She's, she's a loud one. So that's. <laughs> um, and and that was my nickname in high school. Loud <laughs> one or hey dog. <laughs> She's yeah. a loud one. That's yeah. funny. Anyway, no, it's not. <laughs> so, um, the the distilleries that Marion had focused on mm-hmm. for this particular group this this sort of wraps the the blind tasting portion of it. She used Journeyman, which is out of Michigan, and that was yeah. I tasted all of these these uh, bottles in one night, just trying mm. to figure out what was good, oh. what I preferred, what I didn't. And I'll say the Kings County came in third for me. Nice, but. After today, the watershed has vaulted above it. Nice. Just based off of a second tasting of the things. Totally. But Journey <clears throat> Journeyman was was probably my number one. And then there's Stumpy Spirits, which does Old Monroe um, out mm-hmm. of Illinois. There's St. Augustine Distillery, 291 Distillery did yeah. one. And, Colorado Springs. Um, Oregon Spirit Distillers did one as well. Mm-hmm. So these are all the groups that she she kind of brought together and nice. went and, and and curated stuff from them. And so I don't suspect that there's going to be any changes in what their mash bills were. She just went out mm-hmm. and grabbed um, sort of what she thought was maybe the best thing that they had going on, whatever. Um, this was I enjoyed this. This is yeah. this was this was fun for me. Oh, yeah. I, I had all yeah. the notes. I, you know, when when you know all the things, it makes. Um, life significantly uh, simpler. Wait, and I appreciate you guys for joining me, and we can absolutely continue on as long as we want to. But I also want to be cognizant of your time, and I see that you're quickly losing losing light there, Cole. Ah, there he is. Did yeah. Robbie? Here's my big question: Did Robbie okay. call it a bourbon? Uh, I, I don't did. know what he called it. Did you? My how the turntables. Robbie has become the master. <laughs> Turntables, turntables. Well, the thing is, you guys matched on so many, and that was yeah. so. This mm-hmm. is a lot of what Robbie said while he was in his solo mode. Mm-hmm. Is that you're the tasting person? You're the guy yeah. that has all the notes. I go off cool. You, no, I think we're. Uh, but you didn't we're, though. Like uh, you gave all the notes yourself. Yeah. I so that so this has Bro. been like seriously, the newly newly drinkers newlywed game is something. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the thing is like so. Cole has definitely been into this longer than I have. And, but at the same point, like, I think it's a good thing too, because it's a, when you drink with people, mm-hmm. this is what you want. You go, this is what I get. That's what you get. That's what I got. Okay. Okay. And, and yeah. like, you just talk and like, I think there's definitely a, uh, to a degree of power suggestion. Totally. Um, I know oh, on yeah. our show too, it's like, yeah, okay. I can respect the classicalism. Mm-hmm. I respect mm-hmm. that you get that, 
Yeah. Which is kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm not getting it, but I can see where you're going. Right. So mm-hmm. that's one thing with drinking with folks. So this has been fun, man. Yeah. I've, this yeah. is the first blind I've ever done. The, if the, anything. The, yeah, go ahead, John. The, the, the blinds that I have run, I intentionally, um, you know, I did a series of them with coworkers and I would have about 10 or 12 people on a Zoom, you know, because we were mm-hmm. during the quarantine pandemic stuff. Totally. Um, I would have 10 or 10 people and I would specifically target the people that I knew were not whiskey nerds or whiskey aficionados or really even drank whiskey mm-hmm. to answer first. Because yeah. at the end of the day, what we what I found is what I expected to find is their tasting notes were really good because they did not have any yeah. preconceived notion of what they should be saying, what mm-hmm. the notes are. And sometimes the notes were weird, um, but you can't taste what you've never tasted. You can't smell what you've never smelled, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, Cole gave a note of St. Germain, which I know absolutely nothing oh, about. Don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. On the first one, yeah. But yeah. then he was like, you know, elderflower. Um, I can see that. Elderberry, I, yeah. I know exactly what elderflower is, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. he just left it with St. Germain. I'd have never known. And then mm-hmm. uh, I think Fred Minnick, one of his favorites is marzipan. And how many people oh, totally. know what marzipan is? Mm-hmm. Cole does, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Rob might as well. But a lot of people don't. But um, it's it's about trying to take away being scared of saying what you smell or taste because mm-hmm. it is what you smell or taste. Like that's your nose's interpretation of whatever's happening. It's going to change from day to day because yeah. you know, I, I came in liking the first one better than the second one and I'm leaving today liking the second one better than the first one. And I knew exactly mm-hmm. what they were. Like I, yeah. I know what they are right now. Um, and so – blinds are fun they're, and they're more fun yeah. when i don't have to participate in them as a participant when i can run them because i get well, to know all the fun secrets i hope well two things two things that i love about this live um video we're doing is that one robbie it sounds like if if anything we we're pretty equal at least on the second mm-hmm. one but he nailed the bourbon note yep and on the first one he nailed at least because what I say, I was like, I'm pos- almost positive this is a rye. Right. Uh, and, and it was an interesting one, a five grain uh, whiskey. Um, but that being said, I I was very impressed uh, with Robbie's notes as well as like, I hope Robbie uh, was uh, made more confident from this video. Uh, I am. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna, I, you know what? It just unleashed my beast. I'm going to yeah. destroy you. I don't care about your opinion yeah. anymore. <laughs> I really think you, I mean, like, I don't know what John thinks and you don't, I mean, you could say either way, John, um, but I'm sure even the listeners got an idea of who did better in terms of like the, and not that I'm like worried about that. I, I feel, mm-hmm. you know, confident in what I tasted. I, that's the thing is I think you guys mm-hmm. did equally well mm-hmm. uh, through, through the tasting of this oh. because your notes, you, you, you guys didn't align perfectly, Yeah. but mm-hmm. some places where Cole missed Robbie picked up and some places where Robbie missed Cole picked up. But the reality is that if you tried to <laughs> score this, if if I if I asked, and this is a thing I regret not doing, mm-hmm. is asking both of you individually, who do you think is going to to pick up more appropriate notes or more similar notes? Mm-hmm. Can I almost guarantee Robbie would have been like, oh no, Cole's going to get all the yeah. Thing. And I would have said and, maybe a little bit me, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that's because that's the expectation. You've been doing mm-hmm. this longer, yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. But Robbie's a pro. 
Yeah, he, he, you're. You know, you, you need to go see be a freaking ballad. <laughs> you need to get your master job now. You just go. Hey, I'm. I'm out there. Ooh, Fine. that glass had a good one. Really did. That's impressive. It's technically Waterford, but Marquee, so it's not as classy Waterford. But I'll did you breathe that man. glass, or is that your Jersey uncle's? This is my Jersey uncle's. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a Jersey no uncle, or just like a stuff. Jersey uncle. No, he's like no, he's a Jersey uncle, man. Is he in John, sanitation? <laughs> no, John, you've watched Sopranos. Okay, you're with me. Uh, yes, funny. I Go watched it while it was being Sopranos. made because that's, that's my great. Age. So, so the second thing I want to say is, Robbie, I hope you were more confident in yourself for this. But also, I hope we can do this again. Oh, this was without fun. A doubt. Uh, yeah, oh, I would. Gosh. I mean, no, I have. Gosh. So, where's? Hold on. I'll... Bring it on. So, in this notebook. Mm-hmm. that i have here this is my tasting ideas notebook oh, i love it that i have some that are based off education some that are based off of fun um themes oh, or whatever cool. and we'll, yeah. we'll we'll talk a little bit about this Ooh. um is afterwards. one of those themes latex because yeah. i'm <laughs> yeah well i'll make sure i'll send you um a whiskey that i steep some nitrile gloves in so you nice your latex <laughs> yeah. flavor uh, you know give you some all that powder taste. Yeah. But yeah. That's great. Oh man, Cole, your this light is, is gone. Yeah, yeah it's dark. Boost. Which it's I mean, only... it's not too far off of it here either, right? Like, because yeah. I'm only an hour only five. Uh, behind him, ahead of him. Well, you I see my know. room. My room is. Yeah. Lit. Lucky. Right, well, the because... thing about Boise is it's right on the border of Pacific time, too, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're right on the edge of the central time, like, right. but almost Eastern. Mm hmm. Right. Oh, so, so you're like dark at like three thirty. Yeah, it gets it gets pretty gloomy this time of year. Yeah, pretty That's depressing. Awesome. Well, well, this right. was dope. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I appreciate I you guys really for joining me. Sure. If you'll hang yeah. out in the room, I'm gonna close out the episode and then I'll bring you back in. We'll chat a little bit. Sounds good. Uh, Perfect. Thank you guys. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining me tonight or today or whenever you happen to catch this. I hope you found this episode to be entertaining. I absolutely did. Um, if you did, please leave me a review on whatever platform you have to be consuming this on. Leave a comment if possible. Uh, hit me up on social media on Twitter or Instagram using EmbellishPod. And give me a follow so I can you can keep up what's going on. You can see if another one of these happens anytime soon. I can also be found at www.embellishpod.com with all of my links, accounts, contact details, whatever. I'll be back again next week with another new offering for you. And until then, cheers and thanks for hanging out.